welcome to another episode of Tower Talk. This is Chris. This is Casey. And this is episode 237, my friend. We're back Whoa. to lay some geekly news upon the masses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what have you been geeking out on, my friend? Mm, Last of Us, mm. you know, mm-hmm. caught up. Um, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. It's, uh, you know, it's an amazing show. It's very <laughs> depressing, <laughs> but... You know, it is what, what is it, it these is. days? Uh, it's uh, well, started watching Ted Lasso. That's the other thing I'm geeking out on, which is not depressing. <laughs> I need to do that before my soccer coaching days start up. I actually you should, and it's a feel good. I mean, you just—I don't know anyone who probably wouldn't like it because it's really hard not to. And I see why it won all these Emmys and stuff. So we start because. I was like, let's watch something a little bit more, you know, carefree before we get back into. We'll probably switch over to um, either Picard 2 or Discovery 3. And I'm sure you're going to talk about that, right? <laughs> I, I I absolutely am. Um, yeah, I, I suggest that you either skip Picard season two or you read a brief synopsis of it and just get to. <laughs> nah, I'll be OK. The last, I'll tell you right now, it's, 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 it's the regeneration of the next generation that we all deserve after those lackluster movies. Um, right. These two episodes are just like really awesome. Um, and the end of the end of this second episode, they do something so cool that I just almost lost my shit. So, uh, uh. I loved it. I loved it. Um, I'm all about this crew coming back for one last adventure with Picard. And I hope that we get more, um, you know, stuff from some of our favorite next generation characters. So fingers crossed. Um, The other thing I'm doing is I'm playing a lot of Mass Effect. Uh, I mentioned that last show, but I'm on I'm at the end of Mass Effect 2. You know, I've been plugging through that game. as many side missions. I've done all the character missions. I um. I'm ready to go on that that final mission, I believe. Um, so very cool game. I I wish I would have played it back in the day. I think it would have probably yeah. been, you know, weighed a little bit heavier in my favorites. But there have been so many games since that. But I can see why this is a favorite amongst people who played it at that time, because it is a pretty epic game. And this remaster is super epic. So that's. That's what I've been doing. I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, yeah, I recommend it. One is fun. Two is f- ugh, awesome. Three, I've heard. <laughs> okay, so maybe right. I, I might take a break. I might take a break. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, some famous people have passed since our last talk. Yeah. So uh, let's get right into our R.I.P. section. Uh, actress and. I would say fascist, not uh, fascist, fashion. <laughs> yes, fascist. Uh, Raquel Welch. Uh, yeah. She has such a, you know, a great library of films. Um, and she passed away in her 80s. So that was, that's sad. Uh, yeah. Richard Belzer from Law and Order, the face that you know from that show. Um, you know, he passed as well. And then Toru Akata. Uh, who 
most of you probably won't know, but you do because he composed the original PlayStation like boot up music. Yeah. Remember that. Um that's him. That's that's the guy. That's awesome. It is sad. Sad. It is, but you know, achievements in 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 the geekly world. Oh, yeah. uh, so just you know, a, a moment of silence for these artists. All right, let's let's do this. Let's let's jump into Marvel news because um, we got a thick show. Uh, for some reason, you know, it, it's only been a couple of weeks since you visited, but we have a lot of news to talk about. The first thing up um, is X Men are turning sixty. So yeah. on March the sixteenth. At midnight, uh, there'll be some really cool stuff happening, um, including a Marvel Unlimited live virtual event um, where they will spotlight the history and creative legacy of Marvel's mutants uh, and more. So I'm really excited for this because, you know, X-Men are on their way to MCU soon uh, and their mutants already here. So what do you what do you think about this? Are you going to be there at midnight? No, but. I'll be there when I wake up. Like, yeah. here's the thing. I know. I know. <laughs> this is giving me. It's giving me those feels like X X Men were always high up there, you know, on my on my rotation of books because that was one that my uncle had, you know, most of them. So I read a lot of those ones um, from the '60s so in, in the '70s. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited uh, for this event and. What little goodies are coming out, which we'll talk about, um, you know, but I'm sure a lot of crazy shit will. Well, we might as well. Where are we going to talk about that? Do you want? Oh, in comics. All right. Never mind. We'll talk about it in comics. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get right, we'll right. get we'll oh, get, yeah, to yeah, that. get to that. Right, right. um, uh, next up, Rogers, the musical from the Hawkeye TV show is going live. Uh, so it'll be at Disney parks starting at Disneyland. So stupid. So yeah. ridiculous. Um. Yeah. You know, it's 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 right up there with most of the material they're putting out right now. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, so yeah, yeah I mean, I'd watch this for free. <laughs> or, well, it's never free at Disney, but it's included in your ticket price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. You know, I would check it out. If it's like a 15 minute, you know, little fun thing or however they do it. But yeah, I'd watch it for sure. Yeah, it's got to be better than Spider Man. Turn off the lights or dark or whatever the hell. Is. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. need to turn off the lights on that one when they did. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> next up, Deadpool 3. It's rated R. The, the news that we've been waiting for. Uh, we were kind of worried when Disney took over the Fox verse uh, after the Deadpool pushed the limits of the R rating in the superhero genre. And Disney is seems seemingly is not going to shy away from it. So, uh, pretty excited about that. Me too. I, I think it's one where, like, you're just going to destroy the fan base, you know, and divide them just as you're getting ready to fold these Fox people in. Like, don't take your biggest character, arguably outside of Wolverine. Oh, wait, Wolverine's in the movie, too. Right. You know what I mean? And then, like, and then do that to them, neuter them, basically. Like, you would you would destroy that franchise. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I mean, what they've been doing so far with, like, Patrick Stewart coming into, you know, Doctor Strange with that little mm -hmm. Easter egg, you know, mm -hmm. spoiler alert, uh, Ms. Marvel, 
uh, and more. So, I mean, it's very exciting because we know at some point they're coming. And I yeah. want, I want, like, I've had this movie kind of written in my head where they usher in the X-Men, but I don't think it's going to happen. Who? Those guys, specifically? Yeah, they got to go on a multiverse hunt and save the X-Men. But we'll Oh, man, I don't know. That'd be crazy. Um, Emma Corrin, who I'm not really that familiar with, uh, apparently she's been cast as the main villain. So a lot of... She's in are... the crown. Okay. Is that what yeah, she's she, best known She for? is Patrick, or Patrick. Princess Diana. Patrick Diana. I think I'm thinking of Patrick Stewart in the next line. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And as I mentioned, Patrick Stewart, um, last show we said he was on standby. Now he's actually been quoted as saying he and Ian McKellen are not done, quote unquote. Um, so will we see Professor X and Magneto team up once again? Um, I hope so. Yes. I hope so. Yeah. If you're going to do it, I wouldn't be surprised if they did some legacy bullshit, like just bring them all like Holly Berry, like bring them all back (laughs) and just do some sort of like passing of the torch somehow. (laughs) Like again, like Spider-Man, you know, uh, it would just bring the house down. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's what everybody wants are these Easter eggs and these cameos and whatnot. So yeah, like, do it up. If this is your big Get send-off back for Fox. good graces, you know? To... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just like, like I just said, if it's your big send-off for these Fox characters, which you thought Logan was basically, at first was, and I'm right. so glad that we're getting another dose of our X-Men that we had 20 years with, you know? You know, right. ups and downs, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that franchise, yeah. it's 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 like a B plus. you know what I mean? It was good. It was good stuff, um, and we can only hope for better in the MCU. So. Oh yeah. Uh, Stephen Jung joins Thunderbolts in an undisclosed role, but apparently a bad guy, right? I don't know, an important or, role. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's one of the villains. Uh, he's a good, he's a good actor. I, I oh, absolutely. Watch that guy in. Actually, I really like that guy in anything that he's ever been in. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. I I don't have any speculation right now because I didn't prepare for yeah. the show, but. I'm glad he's in it because we need less, you know, white characters in this one. What if he's, uh, isn't there that Asian Hulk? Choi? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I hate to be like a typecaster, but I'm just thinking of how, like, we need, we'll probably need another Hulk. You know what I mean? And depending on how much they use Thunderbolt Ross, like, that'd be kind of cool. I just I don't know I just thought about that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of the radioactive villain because I believe he is also of Asian descent um from the MCU, not from the MCU but from Marvel. Yeah. Um but that was my other thought that it could be that character. I don't even know what his name is, so it doesn't matter at this point. Um <laughs> what does matter is that Moon Knight will return in some mm. form whether it's you know a continuation of the show, which I I hope it's not, but I would rather see Moon Knight in a Marvel Knights, Midnight Suns, whatever you want to do, um, do it up because I'm ready for a little bit of a darker side of Moon Knight. Now, what they did with the show, I appreciated it more the second time I watched it. It's a good show, um, but I want to see him brutally 
killing the bad guys. So, yeah. Yep. And if you can do Deadpool three rated R, let's let's start to push your other characters in there, and then give me the hand Punisher. So. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in comic news from Marvel, the Ultimate Universe. You thought it was gone. Uh, it's back again. Um, thanks to Jonathan Hickman and Brian Hitch, Ultimate Invasion is headed our way uh, this June. We'll be launching the world again. I mean, this the world was swallowed up, what, during Secret Wars? Or it was yeah. ended, yeah. and then they brought in some of the characters to the mainstream, like Miles. Yeah, Miles, yep. Is he the only one, probably, right? I think so. So, I mean, what do you think here? I mean, is it is it worth another shot at the Ultimate Universe? Do you I'll care? be honest with you. At, at first, I was like, eh. And then I started to think about I love that ultimate universe, mm-hmm. honestly. And Brian Hitch's art uh, on Ultimates 2 and many other things, like, I I actually started to get excited again. Um, I don't remember if Hickman worked on the ultimate universe at all, or uh, maybe I he did. Think like, so. maybe that's how he got his start. Oh, you know what? He, he did do some stuff. Um, anyway, can't remember what it is, but... I think maybe that is where he kind of got his start. Yeah, I, I remember when I was going through my, I was just putting all my comics together and I put all my ultimate comics together. It was like I saw Hickman in there. Millar yeah. was there. You know, there's a well, lot of he people. did X Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ones that dibbled and dabbled in both. And, you yeah. know, Hickman, if you're going to build, you're going to have somebody build a new world for you. Hey, <laughs> that's the guy. <laughs> and then yeah. leave it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, listen, it's four issues. I'll probably get them, to be honest with yeah. you, and, and check it out. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm a, oh, yeah I like that. I'm a universe. sucker for that Ultimate Universe, um, yeah. especially Evil Reed Richards. Um, let's let's uh, finish this up with Alex Ross's 60th anniversary X-Men. Now, what I saw of this, this is a print of the epic covers. Jim Lee's. The Jim Lee yeah. ones, right? Um, yeah. From from that first run, not from the '90s, from the yep, uh, the so, X Men number one. So he's redoing this this mural. Yes. yes. Good God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I had you know, I still have some yeah. of those comics, and that's the number one selling comic of all time. So I want this. I want Alex Ross doing jim lee like two of the greatest artists ever created <laughs> like it's just you know i'm pumped man yeah me too this is something that i'll have to keep an eye on uh it'll probably it's gonna be sold on his website so we will you know we'll keep everybody updated with links and yeah. whatnot uh but let's jump across the pond to dc we got our first look at joker 2 uh, we got our first look at lady gaga in mm-hmm. joker 2 Nothing crazy. Yeah. The two of them like face to face. I think they're laying down and I thought he had her up against the wall. Yeah. Like a, a sure. Prison exactly. salad or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I personally am pretty interested in this movie. I want to see how, what she pulls off for this role. I, I appreciate the Joaquin Phoenix movie enough where, you know, it'll be interesting to see their take on it. And the fact that they're doing these else worlds and they're allowing them to happen is even more exciting for DC fans because we can get stories, more mature stories outside of the main state DCU. If depend, well, I can't say that either because, it, you know, James Gunn is doing a really good job with something for everyone. 
So. Yep, that's true. Yeah. This next thing we've been kind of asking about, uh, and unfortunately, yeah. the J.J. Abrams uh, side of things is basically dissolved, uh, which makes sense uh, with James Gunn and Peter Saffron, you know, taking the reins. But uh, that means no Justice League Dark for now. Uh, but we'll see where that goes, because that is a, in my opinion, one of your top things that you should be farming. It's something that, you know, Marvel has only really started to really dig into with like weird magic shit like dc really needs to embrace this before marvel gets a, like a real stronghold on it i so i definitely agree with you i you know i think that maybe him doing the swamp thing might be a, a walk in that direction you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i was gonna say I haven't read it. I just, you know, you showed what you were starting with creature commandos. Mm. You basically have the universal monsters, which we have not been able to see cinematically in some time going on kick-ass missions. Right. So like, I, I actually think this is the play like I over justice league dark. Cause these characters are quote unquote universal. They are. And so I'll spoil it a little bit. The origins in the comics, they take normal people and they they turn them into the monsters. Yeah. So they're not like the monsters that everybody knows. Yeah. They're like manipulated their genome and whatnot, which is even cooler, I think, in a way, because you're using these these what are they open open license characters? Yeah. In a in a really good way. Um, and the fact that he's starting this off with something he likes a lot in an, an animated form yeah i think you're i think you're absolutely right i think that we'll, we're gonna see a lot more of this monster side especially when you're like gods and monsters is the name of the first chapter that's true that's true very exciting very exciting um so we we mentioned before the waller show uh was kind of a continuation of peacemaker but for those of you that want a peacemaker season two it's still coming it's just been put on hold for right now uh, but James Gunn has said, yes, it's going to happen. Okay. I I had assumed it just was. I didn't think that was a scrap. So No, no, I, I don't think it was. But the the fact that the follow-up was going to be Waller, but why would you not, you know, continue right. a show that really hit all the buttons, honestly? <laughs> especially, yeah. especially if you're looking for a more mature, um, you know, side of your comic books. So True. Uh, this this next thing, uh, this is something I, I was really kind of wondering about is like, so they do these shows that are the the companion pieces to the Batman movies. They're doing them on HBO Max. Does Robert Pattinson show up as Batman? And so apparently he will show up in the Penguin show, which is exciting. It's like this is this is the kind of stuff we want to see these this combination of medias like jumping back and forth, not shying away from. And Marvel's doing it. Right, exactly. Yeah. So you got to compete yeah. on that level. Um, yeah. And these, it's high production. You know, it's yeah. not like they're going on CW shows. Not that, you know, yeah. we didn't see that with The Flash, but uh, which was very smart uh, regardless. But yeah, I, I'm actually really excited to see Pattinson show up again before the next Batman movie. I think you got to, just from a business standpoint, right? Like you're spending $200 million to make a movie. It usually takes around three months for the actors 
three to six, depending on how crazy things go. And everything else is pretty much like post-production, some pre-production, right? For a TV show, it's not going to be like the shoots will be long, like months. But like Robert Pattinson, he shows up on the show a day, you know, maybe a week of shooting, maybe. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, sure. Give him his however much money it is. And you know what I mean? It just makes sense. It's already built into the budget. Like there is no difference now between Hollywood and TV. Like every actor switches back and forth. Like it's not a, you know, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, and it's like if you're going to feature him twice, it's like you get everything done in that one shoot. So it's like, yeah, just make it happen. Yeah. Speaking of making it happen, uh, there was when they first announced these shows, there was a Gotham PD show announced as part of this world um, with James Gordon. It was supposed to be year one, basically, since the Batman is year two. No word on what this is actually going to be, but it's back in the works. So the Arkham show is still something. The Penguin show is still something. And now they want to do this GCPD show, which is very exciting because I was actually really into, um, I I can't remember the actor's name, his his Jim Gordon. Hmm. Oh, uh, Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Wright. Jeffrey Wright, Wright Westworld. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, this is exciting. Um, they gave you a, even a little bit more about it, how it's about a corrupt cop who's going to be joining the worst gang in Gotham, which is the GCPD, like, and this cop having to, like, battle for his soul. Like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a cool, like, the wire is in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this can go in so many different directions. So, hey, I let's see it. <laughs> and it's funny because you mentioned the wire, which is why, like, this is the point of how do you how do you take a how do you take something like a comic book property and you make it accessible to everyone you make it like that you have to yeah. make it like if you make it like the wire more people are going to watch it because it's like oh hey this is the batman and the wire and you yep. know you're going to draw a lot more people in with that and i think that's really exciting yep uh, uh this next bit of news is uh it's kind of like expected i wasn't sure what's going to happen with dead boy detectives uh, it was originally planned to go on to HBO Max, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that or, yeah, I think HBO Max. But with, they showed up in uh, Doom Patrol season three, they were introduced, and then they were going to be spin, spun out of that. So now uh, with the new, um, with the new order, I should say, uh, this is not happening anymore, but they've been moved over to Netflix, which is kind of an interesting move. Who, you know, of course, that's where you go to die if you're a show. But, um, yeah, I, I expect it to last about a season. But it's Neil. It's, I think it's Neil Gaiman, too. I, it I, is. From, yeah. So yeah. hopefully that is enough clout for it to maybe get a little kickstart. I enjoyed what I saw, you know, from them. I thought it was a good casting. I thought it was uh, it was pretty neat episode. So I was excited to see more from that. Yeah, it's. I think they they did the pilot. <laughs> like I think it was like set, you know, it was set to series at HBO. So yes, we'll see. But like you said, like Netflix, you know, since they don't like to promote anything, it's like okay, cool. And then what? Maybe we get two seasons. Best. Then nothing. <laughs> nothing. Ugh, it's gross. Um. We got we to gotta look at the new Suicide Squad game that's been delayed. Um, 
Suicide kills the Justice Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. We saw it. It looks amazing. Now we got to look at the gameplay. Uh, it's very much like, as you mentioned in our little chat, Borderlands-esque. Uh, this looks like something that's going to blow the idea of multiplayer, like, I don't know, Gotham Knights out of the fucking water. So <laughs> um, Rocksteady is, is, is back to prove who's king of the video games for DC. And I can't wait for this game to come out. Yeah, this was this is exactly what we needed to see. You know what I mean? Like that was the thing. It was like, it was a cool idea. Um, they expanded upon it a little bit, like telling us a little bit more, you know, about how Brainiac corrupts the justice league and all this stuff. And that was cool. Like the idea behind it. Um, but then seeing how they traverse the city, like, you know what else? It does have a little bit of Fortnite vibes. Now that I'm thinking about it a little bit in that a little bit, but the four player multi player aspect or you don't have to like that right there is like so intriguing and i think we're gonna have a really fun time with it especially knowing that studio is behind it it's just like the marvel night or the marvel uh midnight suns game it's like it's a weird concept but you already know that fire axis knows how to do it right and then they did it so well so like i just feel like arkham is going to be like there's such a great studio that even though they're kind of taking a risk they're so good at what they do yeah, no, I agree with that. Absolutely. It's it. And I think it's also interesting, the dynamic between moving it from Gotham to Metropolis, too. So it's so much oh, brighter. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, these colors like I, I, I kind of see what you're saying about the Fortnite thing. Um, they really they really kind of amp up all the characters powers, too, uh, which is cool because like like one example is Captain Boomerang has like some some flash gear and can get into the speed force. And all of a sudden, he's teleporting around with his boomerangs. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this is cool as hell. So, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pumped for this. And it'll be interesting to see if it's similar to, like, Republic Commando type game, where when you have four characters, like, when you play as one one person, you have to control the other characters or they're just playing with you, you know, um, the AI. I, I think they're just not. I think you can switch. Okay. Yeah. That's need to. Yeah, I think you can switch at will. Yeah, it, it might be a day one right there. So yeah, we, I know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, let's jump over to comics. I need to just jump on light right now because I need to get this creative team because Sean Murphy is growing his um, White Knight universe with Generation Joker. Um, but this is not going to be by him himself. So he's kind of handed the reins over once in a while. Um, this is going to be uh let's see sorry katana katana collins clay mccormick um and they're teaming up marika andolfo uh so you have sean murphy kind of taking a back seat and allowing some other creators to kind of uh play in the sandbox which is a really cool sandbox i need to read this like i haven't read any of it like does it just ch like jokers the batman is that what this is i don't want to tell you okay or just Don't read say. it all right yeah just read it it's all right it's good stuff um this is going to be due out on five uh sorry may 9th so get your pre-orders in now and catch up with the white knight verse like casey's going to <laughs> i guess so uh another thing announced for 
May uh, is a new Peacemaker series called Peacemaker Tries Hard. The creative team <laughs> of Kyle Stark, Steve Hug, <laughs> and Jordi Belair. So oh, boy. Uh, this is a black label title, which is makes it even better. And yep. Christopher Smith is back and trying to be a hero. So antics galore. That's cool. I, I bet you they'll have some fun with this. So yeah, I, I would I would check that out. I mean, it's just a character that you can do so much with because he has very little background. Um, right. Like, who know. cares, right? Like, yeah. there's no consequence to this. Just do it. Nope. nope. Yep. Uh, so that's the end of that. So let's jump over to the galaxies far, far away. Uh, uh, Star Wars. Big thing is Mandalorian starts Wednesday, March 1st. Probably by the time you listen to this podcast, you'll have watched the first episode. I'm ready. That's that's it. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, we're having... Uh, I do a little party every time the new Star Wars show shows up and watch it down in the basement. So cool. we'll be there. Star Wars-themed snacks. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. It is. Some, some I wish pictures. you were in, on this side of the <laughs> pond. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Tales from the Death Star. Uh, it's the next chapter in Kevin Scott's spooky side of the Star Wars universe. Um, coming September 5th. Uh, this is a Dark Horse title. And so it's going to be, you know, it's a family-friendly, um, basically like anthology of stories. Uh, so if you, if you like this kind of stuff, you know, get ready for it. It'll be up for pre-order sooner than later. Hmm. All right, that's cool. And then last up in Star Wars news, we have a, another crossover coming this summer. Um, so the Kira Saga is wrapping up now with Hidden Empire. And so what this is basically, I did a little reading on this. Uh, involved is, of course, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, Darth Vader's, and Bounty Hunters. All four titles will be crossed over. Um, but the, there's a big clue. And it says, quote unquote, first it comes for the metal. Um, and so this is refers to a line in Star Wars Re- Revelations, which was a one shot that was put out, I think, late last year. Um, and they did kind of a preview for what was coming in the comics. And so we saw the Eye of Webbish Bog, which is a character they've really kind of pushed in the comics since they couldn't uh, that do that. Thing in from the- Rogue One. No, yeah. from um, Rise of Skywalker. It was supposed to be getting of that one. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. From the original Trevorrow's um, yeah. script there. So whatever neat stuff they were planning, they've been kind of trying to, you know, bring it to light in the comics. And so there's going to be some stuff coming, I'm sure. They've been doing a good job with all the comics. So I, we don't know, but... It was a kind of a neat thing, and now everybody's going to be like, oh, I need to go find that Revelations issue because it's going to go up in price. Apparently, yeah. I just read this this page here. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, cool. I'm glad that they're doing some weird shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like, I think they do the best storytelling right now in the comics, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And the books. So just, you know, as before, that's that's all we had growing up, and now it's, that's kind of all we have now. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, jumping over to Star Trek news. Hashtag if you want to watch. That's right. <laughs> Ahsoka carries all. Um, and the Mando. 
Uh, Picard season three, episode one is free on YouTube. So if you want to watch it, check it out there for free. Yeah. Free, 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 free. And then uh, IDW has got so much cool Star Trek stuff coming in the comics. Um, they're actually going back and they're doing Mark Guggenheim is going to be taking the helm for hmm. a brand new mini series that's plotted, um, you know, around the time of Star Trek, the motion picture, uh, which it's, it's such a funny thing growing up. It was. I was just like, what is this movie? It's 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 horrible. It's boring. Yeah. As an adult, it's it's a really Still. good movie. No, it's a good, it's a really it's good movie. Boring. No, it's really good um, and boring. It's a good boring movie. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of excited for this because it's just like they're just pushing it up. They're churning these comics. There's a great crossover coming up soon. First up, first issue is going to be during Free Comic Book Day. So a little preview issue for that. Uh, so get ready for more and more Star Trek. I know. It's so good. Yeah. They're doing amazing things with this franchise, and I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. The more that we get from all the geekdom, the better. It's just like something for everybody, as we always say. And you know, I don't even compare. I don't even compare Star Wars and Star Trek. They're two totally, totally different things. And we're getting good stuff from both. We all win. So. That's it. It's a good time to go to commercial. And uh, so we'll be back with more Tally Talk. Pet Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back after that awesome commercial. It is epically awesome. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about Crowd Sorcery. Uh, we got something really cool that popped up this week. Savage Crucible. Uh, I found it on I found it on Instagram, and all of a sudden it was like, "Thanks." The floodgates were open. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, kind of how Four Horsemen started Mythic Legions out in the Kickstarter. This is very similar, uh, with very different ideas in a way. I would say still. Uh, fantasy themed uh, there's still 6.5 to 7 inch you know scale uh, it What's has the graphic novel the Frazetta. that's that's what it is That it, it's that kind of world right it's a more yeah. of that, that yeah. barbarian Cthulhu yeah. Um, yeah. side of things which is a nice aspect of it uh, yeah. so here we have you know it's already been funded um, it has 33 days to go as of uh, today's the 27th of February. They are at 366,000 of 120,000. And you know what, man? I think they're doing a really neat thing here with they have waves. And so you can go all in on some of them. You can order individual figures. You can do add ons as figures. A lot of cool stuff going on. Um, what do you, what are, what are your thoughts about this? I love it. Honestly, I, it, like, just like you said, it's really got that whole vibe of the four horsemen and, you know, what they're trying to do there. Um, obviously, it, with that, I hope they are successful. I hope they, you know, keep everyone posted, and do all those things. I mean, their Instagram has really been quite active, you know, talking to people. Same thing in the comment section 
which is what I like to see too, is because like, are you communicating with people? Or are you like not answering things? But they are. So um, it's a cool looking line. It It's, what is it, like six and a half to seven inches? Yeah. So yep. it fits within most, you know, McFarlane and uh, Marvel Legends and all that Mythic Legion. So yeah, it's it's cool. Like there's some stuff in here, especially I yeah, like the, the sea stuff. There's like a... Cthulhu octopus face guy that I'm like I I need this. <laughs> yeah, like when you you mentioned Frazetta, so they basically have a Conan figure, which I thought was really awesome. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Then I fell in love with that wolf um, bounty face. hunter. Yeah, rogue. Yeah, Whatever I want that is. too. Yeah, uh, a lot of cool stuff here. That they showed how they're doing the articulation for double double uh handed weapons which is a tough thing mm-hmm. to do sometimes so i think what they're doing is really pushing the you know the the element with this and really bringing it to the table uh and the pricing's not bad too uh you know no, 35 dollars no. for yep. most figures uh, so we'll leave the link it's you know it's got over a month to go still so you have time to debate about it and you know put your life savings into it okay all right so Comic books and book time. So these crazy Ninja Turtle crossovers, they don't stop. And we have another one with Street Fighter coming up. Um, It's coming out in May. And it looks like uh, it's going to be written by Paul Ellor with art by Ariel Medell and colors by Sarah Meyer. Uh, The story picks up as the turtles arrive in Atlantic City for a fighting tournament where naturally they run to the street fighter crew and their legendary psycho powered fighting forms. Uh, so, Hey, we, we grew up with all these different martial arts groups, uh, from video games and TV shows. So it's kind of neat to see this happen. Finally. I thought it was a fan like art. <laughs> like I didn't see the IDW stuff. I was just like, I saw the image. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. You know, someone made that. Like, that's funny. And then I, like, read the, I was like, oh, this is a real thing. Okay, well, yeah, you know, read this. Sure. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because they showed up, the the turtles show up, what, in in Justice 2? Yeah. As playable characters. So they've been in, you know, and they did tournament fighters back in the day. So, you know, the fighting idea of the turtles is a great thing. Now yeah. let's just drop in a Street Fighter world. So, yeah, get ready for that. Get ready for, I think there's probably already action figure packs out. But who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? knows? <laughs> Playmates will take full advantage of this. Yep. Um, next up, the mystery graphic novel. Uh, this this is actually from the Calvin Hobbes creator who has been out of the spotlight for 28 years uh besides basically doing kelvin and Hobbes, but this is gonna be this is an illustrated book for grown-ups like us uh, it arrives in october and the official synopsis says it's a fable for grown-ups that takes place in a kingdom where disasters keep happening the king of the realm sends out a team of knights to investigate but only one returns years later Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take a look. Kelvin Hobbs is one of my favorite comic strip, if not my favorite comic strip. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to, we'll see. Absolutely. And then last up, Scott Snyder's deal with IDW uh, is going to drop some good stuff on us, including something called Good Deeds. Um, 
This is going to be with art by Kelsey Ramsey um, and colors by Rhonda Pattinson. So this was announced back in, in 2022 at Comic-Con, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's really exciting to see this finally coming to fruition. Yeah, this is, uh, we pre-ordered this. Covers are really cool. The artwork is awesome. So see how this, uh, how this goes. That's right. Uh, so let's, let's jump over to TV and streaming news. True Detective Night Country. Uh, what, what got dropped? A teaser? A teaser for a teaser? Something. <laughs> just, yeah, just like a, a little like nugget Look. of Jodie Foster. Just, you know, we get to see her. Being Jodie Foster. Hey, the Jodie Foster, you know, in this. So that was it. Just like a little, hey, it's coming. It was like on the sizzle reel for HBO. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. Uh, I, I I think they came back strong after everybody kind of hated on season two, after yeah. such a strong season one. So I like I like season three a lot, and I'm actually Ugh, really excited to so see, good. um, yeah, see Jodie Foster in this role, you know, after so long and her Hannibal days and and whatnot. So pretty yeah, exciting, I'm pretty pumped. exciting stuff. Is that this year? I think so, right? It's got to think be. so. Yeah, cool. Can't wait. Uh, this is something I haven't watched, but I want to because it's it's been compared to Columbo. It's Ryan Johnson and his best. Uh, Poker Face has been renewed for season two. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm on board. You know, I haven't watched the first season, but I have a feeling I'm. I'm probably gonna enjoy it. What is Hell to Pay? So this is Seth MacFarlane is adapting this comic book series from Charles Soule and Will Sliney. Okay. So it's a horror adventure graphic novel series that apparently he's going to be taking over. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Yeah. And it's going to be live action. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's funny. Cause I really want to watch the Orville so bad. I've heard it's, you know, it's everyone just, uh... I know who's seen it says, it is if you are a star trek fan you will like it yeah. every single like my uncle like hardcore star trek fans too yep so it's it's the star trek that everybody wished for before star trek came back exactly <laughs> yeah that's it uh another big adaptation here something is killing a children uh this is a tinian the fourth uh yes <laughs> and he will also be executive producing this this is this is something that was pretty popular before uh, Nice House in the Lake came out. This is kind of it's really still re- popular. Yeah, yeah, it really kick started his career, right? Um, I believe. Well, was it? he no, he he was on Batman. He was on Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, he was doing good on that, and then his stuff at DC. I yeah, I guess I would say as far as like getting people to be mainstream, like more mainstream people, you know. Yeah, like definitely something is killing the children. Did it? That girl, the look of the character with that mask is like such a cosplay. Like it just, it's perfect. Awesome, great design. Yeah, looking forward to that. That's going to be by the Dark and eighteen ninety nine creators. Yes, yeah. I hope it's a mind fight. You should read this comic. It's very good. I will. Yeah, it's probably it's a it's a boom. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, didn't they just cancel? 1899 yeah yeah they did (laughs) thanks netflix really kind of wanted to watch that show anyways 
Welcome to Dairy's been ordered a series. Uh, this is going to be what HBO Max. Yeah. All right. So the it prequel is on yep. its way. Do you want that origin of Pennywise as a clown? Well, you've got it. It's coming. It's I'm great with this. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it, but yeah, I, I think this is a good idea. I don't know why, but it's like he's so unknown that mm-hmm. I think there's so much room that it's not going to ruin you know, that we know he dies, quote unquote, maybe doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know. Yeah. When's he reborn, you know, down the road, you know? Right. Yeah. What's strange things that? like that. Uh, you're going to have to speak to this one. The Academy, I know in the Umbrella Academy season four, they just cast a couple people. Yep. Um, so like Nick Offerman right. and Megan Mullaney, his wife. And then um, they just said one more person joined. Oh, David Cross. Oh, okay. So some comedians. That's cool. <laughs> They're joining. I don't know, you know, is it just a cameo or do they have roles? Like Nick Offerman has been blowing up with his uh, appearance there. I, I bet you that guy wins a Emmy for what he did on Last of Us. I mean, it was phenomenal. So, Absolutely. well, both of them. Yeah. That other guy too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I still haven't watched the second season of the show. I need to do it. Second season is good. Third season I heard is not good. And I haven't watched it because I heard that. Second season is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So this one is season four supposed to wrap up the show? Uh, I would imagine given the Netflix way. They don't make it past four typically. You might as well just get ahead of the curve, right? Yeah, I would be like, you know, we're just going to do this. Yeah. Let's write a real ending. Um, yes. Let's jump over to movie news. Now, when are we getting this? The Little Mermaid trailer? Because I don't know. Tease. Yeah, it's very annoying because it comes out on May 26th. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, here's a little tease about what you could see. And it's like, well, just show it. Like that was that was a week ago. I think this thing dropped. So we, we saw Ursula kind of for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, um, and Eric, the person, the guy. Yeah. So, yeah, just a real little thirty-second thing, but a um, little bit more of the movie and how they created the special effects down under the water and all that. They stole it from James Cameron. Um. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. and so we have what two months until this movie comes out. We have no full trailer. That's kind of yeah. an interesting thing. This is a. This is a full release to theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Are they afraid? They don't like, no, because of Ant-Man, they don't like to compete with each other. So. I uh, mean, wouldn't it have been appropriate to put an Ant-Man trailer or or Lemonade trailer on Ant-Man? Well, they might have put this thing on there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. (laughs) Anyways, they don't need to market shit. (laughs) They're just trying to make money. Right. Um, Speaking of shit, um, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Unfortunately, Hellboy has not been met with much success at the box office. Now, I enjoy all the Hellboy movies, even that David Harbour reboot. Um, now we have another one announced based on The Crooked Man, but Mike McNola is supposedly supposed to be really involved in this one. So they're going to go to more of a much more of a horror aspect. And you know what? All right, let's try again. Third time's a charm, they say. Or three strikes, you're out. Not sure which. This is interesting to me. So Brian Taylor's directing it, who did Crank, which is an insane movie. 
Um, but the uh, Crooked Man is departure from all previous Hellboy films, where Mike Mignola and the creator of the comics will finally shepherd an authentic version of his stories and characters in film form. From what I understand, Mike Mignola and Guillermo del Toro were pretty chummy <laughs> together. So I feel like it was a pretty accurate description. And then they also had this quote attached to the David Harbour one because that was like, oh, well, you know, there was some studio, you know, and he wanted more fantasy, you know, Guillermo. So we wanted to go back to the comic book roots for the David Harbour one. And I personally, I thought it was like the comic. And I I think that movie is actually fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's just it's a shame. You know, I it's like spider-man or batman you know what i mean like to me it's just like this is another hellboy like yeah i wish it was ron perlman but it's not so right. i enjoyed who they put in the role <laughs> do you do you think hellboy should get a series versus this, this continual no. movie try okay i don't actually unless you did it like the first season of witcher where it's kind of like a weird jobble mix of all of his jobs because like that's kind of how they do the comics like some of them are long form but some of them are just like one page like you know what i mean like so they could do it in that way and there's so many now that i feel like if you do it in long form it's kind of going to take away from it where i'd rather just see hey this is that one story yeah see in a couple of years and we'll give you the next one yeah see how this does after we spend more yeah. money on yeah all right. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. I'll watch it. And yeah. I, I hope this time it's successful. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll see. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take that horror side, though. More, more. Uh, speaking of horror, <clears throat> you turned me on to this one. The Pope's Exorcist trailer dropped. And <laughs> I, you know, Russell Crowe trying to do his best, you know, italian accent um <laughs> I, I don't know what this movie is gonna be but i want to watch it because it looks i mean i pretty much watched the movie in this trailer uh, yeah <laughs> uh, i hate that but it does kind of intrigue me because i do like exorcisms and that in movies and shows that's just it and you know russell crowe's a fantastic actor yeah you know yeah. like so it, it just kind of to me i was like and it's based off of true information which i do believe so i i am in i yeah which is why i sent you the trailer i thought it was great <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's uh, i love it when they're like based on true events and you're like oh my gosh right. it makes it even scarier um yeah <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um more lord of the rings so here's the weird thing right so the ownership of certain storytelling within the lord of the rings world uh is in different places amazon is one this is one you know the idea of like what christopher tolkien did um and his continuation of the stories it's kind of a a mess um and i i'm one of the few people that actually liked that show i guess i don't know i hear a lot of negative i guess remarks about it uh i get it but it's it's also I really enjoyed it. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was Lord of the Rings and I am I'm not going to shame it, but I'm also not going to shy away from more Lord of the Rings movies if you're going to set them in the Peter Jackson world. Yeah, I I didn't realize 
I thought Amazon had bought the whole library and I didn't realize that they didn't. And like that he keeps I I can't remember what they call it like the first phase or first whatever age. first age yeah so the Cimmerillion is not like <laughs> has never been sold you know what I mean so I'm wondering what these movies where are they you know what I mean because they, they they have to be like you said kind of in the Peter Jackson realm so is this like our Tom Bombadil movie like what what is it gonna be about you know what can they go within this realm that's what I like the animated one about Helm's Deep. Okay, that cool. It's about Helm's Deep, blah, blah, blah. Like, I guess that's it. They just have to go back for everything and tell things about previous times, but connected directly to these characters. I mean, if Amazon doesn't own the Samarillion, then they can do it, right? No one owns the Samarillion. No one does. It's, a, no. it's just owned by a token estate. Okay. Yeah. That's that makes the sense. They can't get it. But, yeah. Well, maybe we'll see that. Never, but yeah, probably. Uh, and last up, our favorite killer doll is getting a documentary uh, called "Living with Chucky," which I would love to do. Um, filmmaker <laughs> Kira Elise Gardner explores the enduring appeal of the Child's Play franchise and its iconic killer doll, Chucky. I'm in. I still haven't finished season two yet, um, but I'm still in because I love that franchise. Yeah, I'm super excited. So the the documentarian is the daughter of the special effects uh, person for the Child's Play movie. So I thought that that was really cool that she's doing it about her dad and like about these dolls. And so yeah, I'm I'm totally you know huge huge uh, Child's Play fan. And so that's gonna come to Screenbox okay. and other digital platforms on April fourth. What is Screenbox again? That's a new one. It's like a new, you know, type of shutter thing, okay. but almost like a Tubi. I th- like I don't know if it costs money, but it's another horror aggregate. Okay. Check yeah. it out. Check it out. Yeah, Living with Chucky coming soon. Can't wait. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, let's jump over to gaming news. <laughs> you sent me this website and I was like, what is what is what is this? <laughs> um, so, why don't you uh, enlighten us on on the Super Mario plumbing? <laughs> Apparently, they made you know pretty good viral marketing type of thing. They made a whole website for the Super Mario Brothers. Um, <laughs> if you were to order their plumbing services, so just a little fun website. Um, you know, I'll actually I'll leave it up because it's cute and it's just if you want to learn a little bit more about the movie before we see it. I'm sure this is just going to be like a fun little Easter egg if you dipped around the website and then see it in the movie can't wait for that movie i yeah. am really excited for that so um we just we mentioned fire access early on the show uh they've officially announced that a new civilization game is in development so civ 7 is coming um this might be the time for me to really start playing this game i was thinking about playing six at one point um but you know after what they've done with like Midnight Suns and 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 more, I just you know I I want to see what this is about. So yeah, good. yeah, I've always wanted to. It just seems so overwhelming. Like 
I guess I thought the same thing of Catan, and then I played it, and I was like, oh, this is super fun. So, you know, maybe I'll just shut up and try it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, real, we still really love real-time strategy, you know? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, right? This is the one that's, te- like, last the test of time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I never realized it was Fire Axis either until... I did not until today. <laughs> oh, oh, you're right about today, now. <laughs> today, years old. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Blumhouse... You know what? They make horror movies. They might as well make horror games as well. Um, they're not, they're going to be jumping over into the realm of indie indie gaming. So cool. Uh, I'm I'm ready to watch Megan. It's on Peacock now. Uh, they've been doing some great other movies, and you know it's 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 cool that we're gonna. I love horror games. Uh, I was really excited when they just put the quarry on PlayStation Plus this month. Uh, I've been playing a lot of those games, so I would love to see more um, horror games. Me too. And I think like they can have a lot of fun with it. Like even in the article, they're mentioning like Megan does dancing, like kind of like a dance dance revolution version. You know what I mean? Like they they're keeping the cost low under under ten million dollars for the studios to make the games. Kind of similar how the movies got to make, you know, they do it under four million and hopefully then get that return on investment so i i love the idea and i love the idea that they'll probably primarily be working with indie studios so it's going to be able to showcase a lot of more creative uh creativity i think that's great yeah that that'll be really exciting to see what rolls out of that um and then last up mortal Kombat is back once again if you had any doubt it wasn't going to come back but uh mortal Kombat 12 has been announced for 2023 release so it's coming out this year that's because, crazy right yeah. i mean the question was was they just did the anniversary last year it was the big mm-hmm. anniversary right 30 mm-hmm. years i believe it was so we we're just like where's the new mortal Kombat game well i guess you should have announced it then for 2023 because that would have made a lot more damn sense for your anniversary yeah it's it's weird because it's the same thing with the tomb raider because i think that was last year as well and it was like they didn't do anything. And I was like, what do you do? Like, it's the 20th anniversary of this. Like, something. Give me a yeah. plush doll or something. So, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Um, what's interesting, too, is it's going up against uh, Street Fighter 6 or whatever. So, six, you know, yeah. it's a big year for fighting games. Yeah, Tekken 8. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's what they're there saying. It's like, it's coming out the same year as 6. It's coming out Whew. probably the same window is eight to compete with it yeah um yeah mortal Kombat 11 was an excellent game excellent game um it was a really good return to the franchise for me because i had i hadn't played mortal Kombat in a few uh, you know a few years uh and and, and whatnot so you I played think, injustice right right exactly <laughs> which realm, right? right i mean it's all another realm so um but you know i want another injustice game too let me ask you a question because uh-huh. something that didn't exist when we grew up uh as far as like the esports side of things now that you have esports like i get okay there's one madden right there's one nba 2k blah blah there's one wwe for fighting games there's so many so there's obviously smash but if you're going traditional like which one of these would you pick as the esports leader in fighting games which franchise Street Fighter. Because it's the oldest? I don't know. Combos? Maybe. 
characters, you know, like Mass yeah. Appeal. I think because and anyone can play it, like not Mortal Kombat, you know, you're ripping out thoraxes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a really good question because I could say I love the Tekken series as well. You know, it it, yep. it changed it changed the way I looked at things. I mean, and then they formed like they took that and spun out Soul Calibur uh, with weapons, you know. So yeah. it's like they've done so much with the fighting game genre that yeah. it's really yeah, it is really kind of tough to decide which what, what you want. So, yeah, <laughs> just I don't know. About it. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> question. I mean, we could just say Killer Instinct and we'd all win. So. That's right, combo. Uh, anyways, what what time is it? It's pursuit of plastic time. All right, action figure enthusiasts and toy hunters out there, this is the pursuit of plastic. We are here to yeah. talk about toy news, and there's a lot of it this week. So yes. let's let's jump into it. TMT fans. We are both, uh, and we both agree on the reveal of the new uh, Mutant Mayhem figures. Now, we saw a teaser image for the new Seth Rogen. No, Seth, oh, my God. What? That's his name, right? right? Seth Rogen? Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah I was Joe like, Rogen. No, you're, you're good. I said that's scumbag's <laughs> name. Um, but I uttered from my, my tongue. Not, um, you, I, did. Yeah. I did. I did. I'm going to bleep that out. Anyways, um, and then he'll drop our funding. I'm just joking. Um, oh, gosh. Ah, ah. So the first image we saw from it was this really neat, like watercolor painting, basically of the turtles. It was kind of obscure and it was cool. Yeah. Um, and then they dropped these figures on us. I just, I, I, I wasn't really impressed. I don't know who they're aiming these for. I don't know the context of the show. You know, I have, you know, I know that they really want to probably tap into the kids side of things. So what do you, what do you think here? You know, uh, I I thought about it, and, you know, I talked to Seavage, too, and he was like, you know, when you look at our old toys, like, they're kind of shitty, too, like the Playmates ones. Like, as far as, like, the design goes, like, they looked a little goofy, right? Like, when you watch the show, they almost look better on the show. Um, so, I think, like, even now, like if I had to take like those 2012 versions of the Turtles toys compared to the ones from the 80s, I like the look of the 2012 ones. So for us, maybe this isn't the design is what I'm trying to get at. And for kids, sure. it's probably they don't care. Well, I mean, if you go back to the, the first CGI movie and we're like, oh, it's a CGI oh, movie. Geez. And then you're like, you watch it, you're like, you realize <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Um, so yeah. who knows? I Yeah, that, that's just it. I also do want to mention, though, in, in regards to that, we have the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon and toy line was very, very similar to like with He-Man. Right. So you're 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 building an action figure line. And then the show is mm -hmm. like they weren't really lined up together um, at first. One spawned the other. So I I actually sometimes like those classic looks for those toys because it is kind of like a, a more artistic rendition on on what they wanted to do. So. I don't know. I, you know, it's, hey, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to see. Um, and I don't want to pass judgment on this, this new show because I'm really excited for more Ninja Turtles stuff. So me too. We, we shall see. Um, previous episode, we mentioned that, uh, the Nacelle company is going to be doing Biker Mice from Mars. They're back. They're bringing back another, you know, famous franchise from our childhood. Uh, but we got to look at them and they look really cool. Um, <laughs> 
forty dollars yeah. a piece. Um, you know, if there's if they're you know if they're going to be priced similar to what they did with Sectars, but I you know what, give me some vehicles, give me those mice. You know, it's cool stuff. Yeah, this is you know this is one of those cartoons I used to watch when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. obviously we love what Nacelle is doing uh, with these old toy lines. So yeah, price point's not bad. You know, Super Seven would have charged you fifteen dollars more. I think it's great. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's jump into Marvel Legends. There's a few things that got announced, uh, including this really cool tracksuit mafia army builder figure. Uh, <laughs> it came with a few different heads. <laughs> Including like I guess Echoes, I don't know who who that guy was to her, but um, that guy and then a couple mm, other ones. Yeah, so just I don't know. Buy all the bodies, you get three heads every time. It's just kind of like, why don't you just do a three pack? Um, but whatever. Astonishing. Yeah, pants, pants. that's actually I, right. Yeah, yeah, These I, weird army builders. It. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's just like you're pricing them out, and they're sold out already on Target. You made it exclusive, so. Thanks for making me? army builders even harder to find. Come on. Ugh. All right. Um, yeah, go on. Sorry. Uh, Astonishing Ant-Man. So we're going to classic Hank Pym design mm-hmm. uh, after they just announced that whole other Ant-Man wave that is from the movie and more. But if you want to go get your, I think it's a, I think it's an exclusive like Walgreens or something like that. So, those are always really cool. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what this looks like in person. Yep. I I want it. You know, I really do like that classic look of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe it'd be goofy on screen. I don't know. But I like it. So. Yeah. Why doesn't Michael Douglas run around that outfit? I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't Bad they do running. it, though? Like where they went in the past? Or was he still in that new outfit? Remember they did that? Yeah, they. It was like it wasn't as cool, right? Um, yeah, it wasn't as cool as it could have been. Uh, this is one you're interested in. The Craven is gonna get the classic '90s vintage card, right? Um, yeah, a new design for the cool character. So look forward to that with the Spider-Man the animated series um, card back. Yeah, this is a must-have. This is a character that gets sold out typically when he is made so and it's going to be a walmart exclusive what i have to order it at march 16th at 7 a.m or some shit like that 10 a.m yeah it's i'm not happy about this right now but good luck good luck because you'll you'll get it and then they'll cancel the pre-order so right yeah anyway go on please last up (laughs) Uh, they're finally bringing back the classic Luke Cage. Yeah. Um, I was, I've been kind of wondering about this. We, we've gotten some modern versions. I still have my old, my Luke Cage from the toy biz days. I don't remember yeah. if they did a classic iron fist. I have the newer one in the Marvel Legends style. I have the old one in the toy biz style, but I've not, I don't remember seeing a classic iron fist. So maybe it'll come after this one. Um, huh. so heroes for hire. Uh, yeah. Well, like the was, fanned out. You know, chest hair and all that stuff. That one, the big, yeah, like big collar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool okay. Stuff. I don't need it because I got really, two really cool versions already. Right. So, but that'll be up for pre-order later this year. Cool. Um, something we keep debating about is ordering Indiana Jones figures because <laughs> why not? 
Um, but we just got two announcements of more figures. Uh, Map Room Indie from um, Temple of Doom and Kazim, who yeah. you'll remember chases uh, him and that girl through the water scene, boat chase. He ends up being a protector. Spoiler alert after 40. What? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. There's Nazis everywhere. So, oh my gosh. Both of these <laughs> figures look great. Yeah. Um, and they're, pl- they're probably going to be exclusive. So, yep. Prepare to cry. Um, and not pay scalpers. But, <laughs> what do you, what is your feelings on all these Indiana Jones figures? What do you. Are you restricting yourself to uh, a couple? I, a couple, honestly. Yeah, just like, I want him in the whip. Really, I want him in the whip. I want short round when he comes. You know, I'll get I'll get the Sean Connery. Like, I'll get the everybody, actually. Oh, <laughs> what did you say? Oh, gosh. Don't forget, you got Club Obi-Wan in order, too. So. Never mind. Sorry. I'm getting all of them, probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll move on from that. Because speaking yeah, of getting please. everything, um, yes, Sparling <laughs> Toys dropped started dropping the Titans teasers uh, over the past couple of weeks. We we knew they were coming in some form, uh, and I I I didn't think it was going to be the show, but they're doing the comic versions, um, more modern. So we get four of them with a build a figure of Beast Boy. Uh, so we got an updated Nightwing, which looks great. Looks like it's Bruno Ronaldo's artwork from the tom taylor series uh i think they actually did say it is like i think he's he said it yeah it's absolutely that it's it's awesome he's got yeah the whole face thing looks like just like the comic um donna troy um arsenal and who am i missing raven raven yeah so look at this we still need starfire yeah we do um but I'm actually kind of impressed he's doing this this many female figures in this set. I mean, it's it's a draw to get that Beast Boy um, build a figure, which is larger than the rest. And everybody seems to want to hate on it, even though it's basically a free figure in a way. Yes, you are kind of paying more than normal, but uh, I get really kind of tired of, of, of all these fake DC fans out there complaining about stuff that has nothing to do with anything besides the fact that this is the beast form, all right? This is like a gorilla form, yeah. whatever. Because we're also getting a gold label Beast Boy from Walmart, right? In regular form, I I would imagine that at some point, I think we we have to get a Starfire. There's literally yeah. no way around it. But I wonder if he'll also do like Brother Blood and Deathstroke, and you know what I mean in in those classic outfits or. An interpretation of them you know they're actually reminding me just of the young justice version of all these characters to be honest with you i think it's either like new 52 or rebirth i'm not sure which um so they yeah. are they are taken from the modern comics because yeah when people complained true fans threw up some pictures and said hey hey take a look at this this is actually yeah. the real designs yeah um so as yeah. usual i try to keep my mouth shut on social media but sometimes it's hard yeah it's a great line, and I bought them. Yes. Uh, sight unseen. And then you and I have to do some team-up work to try to find this gold-label Walmart-exclusive Beast Boy, because that'll be mm. the challenge. Can I just say, can I jump in on this real quick? Yeah. Like, so I, so they're going to do this Winter Showcase, but they yeah. revealed that figure from it, the first one. 
So they did. Uh, yeah, so it's Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, Ooh. which I was like, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. So if they're doing a whole Demon Slayer line, done. He has it. Take my money for it. <laughs> well, I I hope I hope it it stays alive because the Avatar series seemed to have died out. Um, the seven inch figure line. He was doing too much, as the kids say these days. He's doing too much. Uh, well, he's got awesome My Hero Academia, but but he just released some new figures from that. So I don't know. Maybe Avatar will get more. But he did two scales and the adult scale, the seven inch collector scale. It was like he just oh. stopped with two waves. I'm like, can I just get? a couple yes. more figures can i right. just round out my favorite little avatars like yeah i don't know i don't know hopefully well it was also at dst like simultaneously like I, that's not fair <laughs> it's not because those dst figures are great too yeah statues and everything so yeah. and he was doing the same thing he put out an ang statue um which i have <laughs> anyways <laughs> Thundercats, ho. Uh, Super 7 has revealed Wave 8. Um, so you get Captain Shiner, Aluro, Hachiman, and finally the first of the last uh, Wily kit. <laughs> that so you need? Be... <laughs> no, I don't. I bought the oh, I bought okay. the twins when they were the SDC, SDCC exclusive uh, from Mattel. Okay, okay. And I opened those. Because so, um, once they were like, oh, Schnarf is not part of this a three-pack with those two, I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I was done. And then I went and bought Ghost Jaga. So um, I, I wasn't done. But really, um, I'm trying to find a place to stop. And I think I am at that point, luckily, um, because the rest of it's really obscure characters that I just I'm not going to spend 50 bucks on. Not right. when they're making Star Trek Ultimates. So. Right. right. Speaking of Star Trek, <laughs> uh, the good people over at the Hyatt Company are going to be somehow got the license. So we talk about this a lot, like how Haya gets anything. <laughs> well, it's interesting because Haya does a lot of cool shit. Um, they do, but it's at that weird ass scale. The G.I. Joe scale. It's that people love that you can you just get vehicles galore with. And, I, and, and, I know, I know. You know, it's that was kind of the thing with NECA was like, OK, I love Aliens and Predators, but you scale it down a little bit. And all of a sudden you got that assault tank that they yeah have in the that, that was oh, insane god yeah, yeah um so they really only they they tease something we don't know what it's going to really and um include it seemingly they're guessing maybe they'll start with uh the original series but you know really i, I think it's going to be at the 118th scale versus the 112 scale because they have done some stuff in that 112 scale but i could see them just like going full bore into it but Again, we've discussed this on the show. I bet you they'll do one start. They don't. Man. I, I don't know because you got you have. Or you could do Captain Ship and stuff like. I actually never have seen this. Have we seen this Rambo? This is an insane figure. The one twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. got three heads and like mm -hmm. forty guns. Like this is wild. I've had to like actually restrain myself from ordering most of their one twelve figures because My they just gosh. they're awesome. I don't yeah. know if it was Robo. I think they did Robocop. Robocop. Yeah, they have a Robocop Judge Dread with bike, or was that the? That might have been a smaller scale, but nonetheless, that was a small one. Yeah, yeah. But holy cow, they have a lot anyway. of cool um, licenses. So yeah, I don't know what this is going to look like. I I'm, I'm intrigued, and so we'll wait for more news. Yeah. 
during their toy fair, Mezco Toys revealed a five points uh, classic Mirage Studios Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pack. I had to, I have to steady my hand. I, and honestly, I'm probably going to get it. It's just. <sighs> I mean, they're under $100 usually. Yeah. So it's like 80 bucks for 20 bucks a piece for the figures. You know, it's like, yeah. what are you paying for? You know, if there's a lot of cool accessories, which usually they do. Um, and well, other things... because they said five plus points of articulation. That's the other thing. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, what's the plus? Is it mean because you're swapping out arms and stuff like that? Probably. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm kind of like, ah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm not ordering anything from the, from them anyways. I know. I know. Um, but I I am always trying to find that perfect Mirage Studio for that's what I'm for, saying four pack for display. So I don't know. I don't know. I'll take a look when it comes out. Um, anyways, from a company that I really love. Uh, yes. Mythic Legions uh, from Four Horsemen Studios. They're, they have this, they have approved retailer figures. So like Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, the Red Krampus is a good example. Uh, they first revealed a new Headless Horseman with different deco, including glow in the dark flames and green stuff and stuff that kind of pissed me off because I really they wanted that one. Um, yeah. Anyways, it was pretty cool. It was very cool. Then they revealed Father Christmas, uh, who has like a brown beard and, and green yeah, get up and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. different stuff. So that was kind of a cool um, that was cool. change. And then and then they also revealed Blue Hagnon. Uh, it's a fan request for a long time. I think it's like a skeleton, uh, clear, like really neat looking skeleton warrior type thing. And then the fourth one is an elf. And I'm not finding here, but it's cool to see that people are getting a can get a second chance at these figures if you have missed them the first time. But don't go and make it cooler the second time. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I mean they they are pretty pretty kick ass. But I I I love this. Because and it's something that even McFarlane does a bit, too, where he's re re-releasing some of these figures, maybe some slightly different variations and stuff. But like you don't feel like you need while well, people are still scalping, but you really don't need to. <laughs> like if you guys are going to go and change the color scheme, like, yeah, I guess. But like, I think it makes it, again, more accessible for everybody. It does. Um, I mean, can you scalp things that are sold out? You know what I mean? Is it, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the no, difference anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. It's, it becomes a collector's item at that point. Right. So it's like, it's, the, but that to your point, it, it makes it accessible and people can get their hands on it because they want to make money too. And why shouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's an amazing line. Um, next up Mondo's latest figure from their <laughs> Motu lineup. This is the reason. This is one of the reasons why I quit. Was that this trap jaw Antila and all these figures I was gonna want got announced and I was like I'm done I can't do it. In fact, I just sold three out of five of my figures already on eBay. So um, trap jaw drops March seventh. Uh, they have been selling out a lot faster than they used to. So if you really want this figure, get on it. Uh, it's been a popular line, so popular that they make 
one six scale battle cat and panthor and it's just insane to me i'm i'm actually surprised you you did get rid of these i feel like they're so good they are and they're not um they are to the argument that they've gotten better Mm-hmm. And then they rebooted the He-Man to a new figure, which is 10 times better than one I got the first time, right. which is the kind of stuff that really pisses me off. Um, okay. And they and it was hard to get. Um, and I, I wasn't going to spend the money on it anyway. So I just kind of yeah. had to say, uh, Make A, it's not sense. affordable for me at this point. Right? <laughs> yeah. And right. like, might as well just have something that's not tempting me to buy it. Um, yeah. Because this one, I mean, I... From the, the prototypes of this figure are crazy. Yeah, it's one of the coolest designs from the show. Um, so I'm excited to see what it looks like, but I don't, I don't need it. I want it, but I don't need it. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, and then going along with the one six scale theme, um, every company is now dropping their Michael Keaton Batman figures on us, <laughs> including Fasco after 500 years, um, because the Hot Toys came out. Which looks way better than theirs, of course. Um, the Batman 89 and Batmobile <laughs> one six scale figures. Ugh. Good God. I mean, that Batmobile is what, $600? Uh, yeah. Which is cheaper than the DeLorean was. Yeah. Um, I, that Batman, <laughs> I, I probably will get it because I, it's, it's beautiful. It's, the only thing that I slightly hesitate is because what might happen is when this movie comes out, there's going to be like some like upgraded version. It's like, do I want the best Michael Keaton ever of 89 or do I want this? You know what I mean? Like I ended up buying like the Han, you know, from Force Awakens. And it's like, obviously, that's not the Han I grew up with. But I still really appreciate it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, oh gosh, that's another. That's so another <laughs> Um, also from She-Hulk, Yellow Daredevil uh, was announced. Yeah, just a cool design. Um, yeah. So, you Daredevil fans out there, if you that's want a another... completionist. Yeah. So, you know, like Deadpool and everybody else, Spider-Man. Uh, and last up, Paz Vizsla. These. These crazy scaled figures with so much going on, and I just I'm really impressed by what Hot Toys is is doing um, because when you look at it, I guess kind of in, even in comparison to what Hot Toys was doing with Star Wars, you know, a few years ago, it's just the game continues to be opt be opt so much. I just hit the microphone. Um, yeah, I I love this look. I not that I'm gonna buy it, but these are reasons why I have to stop buying one six scale figures. So, you know, look forward to that. That's gonna be up for pre-sale soon. Everybody's excited about the charting. Yeah, there you go. Mandos Mandos back. Spend your monies. Spend your monies. Yeah, this is like again <laughs> this is insane. And they keep they changed the price on some of the like he's bigger and he's got probably yeah. some metal parts, so it's a little bit more money, but forty dollars. But you also get a bunch of stuff. And I'll tell you what, like obvious that one uh Mando that I have, but it's the big one. What is it like one eighth or fourth. something like that? One fourth. Yeah, one fourth scale. 
just the details. I mean, Hot Toys, you know, they're the best. I do. They do. Exactly. They just are so good. You can't oh, beat This is a beautiful figure. Beautiful figure. Are there lights on it? It's not, yeah. yeah. I mean, that crazy, like, plasma shield and stuff. It's wild. Very <laughs> cool stuff. But that that's it for the show, guys. Uh, good good show. Lots of stuff to talk about this week. Oh, yeah. So, Casey, where can you find us? Oh, you can find us at don'tforgettotell.com, the only place to travel geekly and DFAT entertainment for all of your podcasting needs. And uh, DFAT Ent on the social medias. We're all up on those. That's right. So check us out. Get out there. Close the show out, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is Casey saying, <laughs> go read your comments. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, you just, you gotta, <laughs> I got to say you, you can't pause. You can't pause. Oh,